the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hi, everyone. This is Russell Cox, editor of the Uptown Publication of the Municipal Association of South Carolina. I am joined today by two people in the association's risk management services. We have Bethany Pindley, who joined us just this past May as the new loss control manager for the association. I'm also joined by John Saselski, loss control consultant. Bethany and John, how are you two doing today? Hey, I'm great. Happy to be here and able to share some of the work we're doing for our towns and cities. Thanks, Russell. I'm great. I'm excited to help with this podcast. All right. Well, we are we are going to be talking today about safety precautions for reopening in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. Before I do that, could I ask the two of you, um, Bethany and John, to very quickly explain what what you do at the association? Uh, I am the loss control consultant that helps our members reduce hazards and potential claims. It is my job to help identify and provide assistance with feasible means of abatement for hazards in our communities, whether it's an uneven sidewalk, an unguarded machine, or a potential exposure to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And as a loss control manager, I support John and our other loss control consultant, Chris Radcliffe, in their roles. But as a loss control team, we work with cities and towns who are members of the SC Municipal Insurance and Risk Financing Fund or the SC Municipal Insurance Trust, also known as SMURF or SMIT, in helping them to improve risk management efforts. Really, our main focus is to help our members establish safety measures to keep employees safe and not only help reduce the chance of accidents that result in injuries to others and property damage, but also to avoid them altogether. Mm -hmm. Also, with this pandemic, another major focus we've had is to help reduce the likelihood of liability or towns or cities being sued for decisions they are putting into place as cities and towns are reopening after COVID-19. Okay. So for these return-to-work considerations, this is a huge area of concern right now for cities and towns, and you all have put together some resources to help with this. There are several groups of people to keep safe, and the first I'd like to talk about is the members of the public, so people who may visit City Hall or other facilities to conduct business. So let me ask, what can be done to help prevent the spread of disease when people come into a facility? Well, as we begin to to reopen facilities, there are a few recommendations that we have um, that will help minimize the spread of the virus and help promote a healthy environment for citizens. First of all, at the entrances of buildings, having a hand sanitizing station on a stand or perhaps installed permanently on the wall just inside the door. This allows hand sanitizing after touching door handles and such. And then it also gives citizens an opportunity to to clean their hands before they exit the building. If this option isn't possible, then perhaps consider having sanitizers in pump bottles at the counter for citizens to use. If it's possible to create a barrier to block or reduce the passage of germs, such as a plexiglass, this will safeguard our citizens. 
Mm-hmm. And if that barrier option is not available, then at minimal, provide and encourage the use of face coverings for employees. This will help protect those they serve. Also, another recommendation is to have visual reminders to encourage safe practices, such as signage reminding citizens to maintain that safe distance of six feet. Mm-hmm. This can also be accomplished by posting signs or using tape or signs with adhesive backing to mark the floor to give those visual cues. This, of course, goes for social distancing in common areas, but also, as a reminder, if you have elevators, we recommend displaying messaging around limited occupancy, and this, of course, would be based on the size of the elevator. Again, keeping in mind that six feet rule. Mm -hmm. And lastly, we recommend cleaning and sanitizing door handles and frequently touched surfaces routinely during the day. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad idea to create a schedule to track and keep record that cleaning actually took place. Okay. So next up, I want to talk about some of the recommendations for keeping employee workspaces safe. So I could ask you guys, how can our cities and towns keep their employees as safe as possible while they're working? Well, to keep employees safe, first of all, we encourage employees to, of course, stay home if they're sick. Or if an employee starts showing symptoms, encourage them to go home. And, you know, it's important to communicate this expectation up front so that employees know what the expectation actually is. Mm -hmm. Next, provide and encourage the use of face coverings. This is something that we recommend when employees are going to be in spaces that uh, will not allow social distancing. Also, Limit the number of attendees in meeting spaces at a level that allows social distancing. Again, those visual reminders through signage will help raise awareness and remind employees to practice good safety measures, such as frequent hand washing, social distancing, and, of course, wearing those face coverings. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions we have been getting a lot is, What steps are there that uh, Parks and Recreation departments can take to improve the safety in those facilities and also improve the safety for for their programming, you know, things like sports and youth camps? What are some of the precautions that can help prevent the spread of the virus in, in those areas? For staff, we recommend wearing PPE or personal protective equipment, such as face coverings and gloves. Mm-hmm. She provides training to include donning or putting the face mask on and doffing, how to remove the mask safely, how to clean the PPE, mm-hmm. and what the limitations are of the PPE. Next, we would I- encourage you to install proper signage with a reminder of the six-foot social distancing. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands often. Cough into your elbow. Your face, don't touch it. And if you feel sick, stay home. Mm-hmm. Also, similar to city buildings, have a cleaning and disinfecting schedule. To add to that, use the EPA's list N, as in Nancy, for the disinfecting agents and train your staff or sanitation crews on these hazardous chemicals, what they're supposed to wear for the PPE for those hazardous chemicals. Remember, never mix bleach with ammonia. It will make chloramine or mustard gas. For park goers, consider limiting the number of children, parents in the park to allow six-foot social distancing. Close the playground equipment. Use the CDC or South Carolina DHEC guidelines available on our website. Consider keeping the bathrooms closed. However, if 
they are opened have a scheduled cleaning on a regular basis and have ha adequate hand washing facilities and proper trash receptacles. We recommend discontinuing the use of water fountains for now. Well, okay. We have posted resources on these topics and, and other uh, COVID-19 topics at the Municipal Association's website, which is www.masc.sc. So could you guys tell our listeners a little about some of the risk management materials that are out there on the website? Yes, RMS has worked extensively on the return to work safely guidelines and resources that we have published on our website. RMS has tried to think of all the areas that our members might have exposure, whether it's our employees or the public that we serve. Mm -hmm. Their safety is the utmost importance to us, and we take this seriously. As the return to work guidelines state, we have to take into consideration employee safety, customer service, travel precautions, parks and rec centers, youth sports precautions, youth camps, swimming pool precautions, and municipal courts. These guidelines are available on the MASC website where all you need to do is search for the return to work guidelines for COVID-19. We are updating the considerations list and we will edit the resource page as we learn of new information. There are links to a great deal of informative information on the MASC website, the COVID-19 return to work resources. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to myself or Bethany. We can help you in any way possible. All right, and, and John and Bethany's Contact information, by the way, is also on the website. So, John and Bethany, this was the first time we've had the two of you on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Russell, we appreciate you having us. Yes, Russell. Thank you. Everybody stay safe. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs>